Welcome back to Head to Head Competitive Trivia, the show where we find out if you are more intelligent than a fake professor. And now your host, Coach Steve Corning. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to Head to Head. How are we doing, Bob? I'm doing great. I'm doing very good. Have, have you noticed that uh, Randy didn't show up for the recording? I did. Uh, so what I did is I sent Alan to his house to try to wake him up. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate Alan uh, just yeah. being willing to Gotta love to unpaid interns. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, thank you, Bob, for stepping in as tonight's co-host. I, re- I really appreciate you popping in last minute. This is great. Um, My pleasure. That was a great introduction, by the way. That, that was beautiful. Thank you. Um, thank and, you. And top three, for sure. Uh, after Randy episode uh, four, Randy episode five, then, then you. Of yeah. all of the episodes that I've co-hosted, I think it's the best. <laughs> I think that's safe to say, Bob. Now, uh, Bob, you you currently hold the the highest score still with 15 points of anyone who has competed on the show. Yes, Um, that is correct. So tell us a little bit about your strategy. Uh, My strategy to win was to spend multiple decades of my life suffering from insomnia and reading constantly while developing funny uh, questions for a different game show. (laughs) <laughs> that's perfect well hopefully our guests tonight can kind of use your strategy to see if they can beat your score which would be crazy but it's possible so let's introduce our guest tonight in the left corner representing the balderdash academy faculty it's balderdash academy's professor of computer technology randy hunt there oh. he is hey guys i just i just got here what hey what what's what's going on uh, we're recording an episode of Head to Head, Randy. Well, I, um, it looks like you've got this set up as Bob as the co-host. Yeah, well, you're coming That's in late, correct. so Bob is the co-host. You are going to be the uh, the competitor tonight. For oh, man. All right. Uh, How do you feel about that? I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I should send a text to Alan saying that Randy showed. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm interested to see what mode of transportation Alan was taking to get to his house. I think a unicycle, I'm <laughs> guessing. I, he, actually, he got a new Segway, I think, recently. So, <laughs> What about a unicycle Segway? Have they made Ooh. that yet? Ooh. Yeah. It could be big money in that. Now, Randy, this is the question I've asked all the faculty who've come on the show. You are the professor of computer technology. Do you think that will help you in any way in tonight's competition? I would say that if you have any questions that are around computers or technology, then maybe that might help. I don't think there's any of those tonight, Randy. I'm, I'm so I'm sorry. Screwed. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Well, thank you for coming on this show, Randy. I know you're late, but uh, I won't. I won't dock your pay. So I, so. I, well, I won't be late next time. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again, and we're going to move on to the uh, the visitor tonight in the right corner, representing, of course, the visitors. Is an improv artist, stage actor, and member of the board of directors for the world-renowned theater at Monmouth in Monmouth, Maine. Her passion for combining the principles of improv and mental health recovery to improve the lives of those struggling with mental health challenges has led to many career opportunities, including her role, her current role, as the assistant director of Village Clubhouse in Topsom, Maine. Please welcome to the show, Amanda Kinsey. Uh, Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for coming on the show, Amanda. Of course. I'm super excited. I love your show. Oh, thank you so much. Now, uh, we've done improv together uh, for for many years, but it has probably been a good year and a half 
since we've seen each other. I have no idea why. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a mystery. I guess I've just been like really busy, you know, like working on myself and getting fatter every day <laughs> on the couch. Well, for good reason. <laughs> for good reason. Um, so how have you been in that time? What have you been work on, working on as far as like creative stuff, um, improv, acting, that sort of thing? Sure, thanks for asking. Um, it's been a really interesting year trying to figure out how are we going to keep live theater alive mm. through and post pandemic. Um, I'm really excited right now with the theater at Monmouth and some of the stuff that we have going forward. We are going to be starting our summer and fall series. We've partnered with a gorgeous winery in Leeds called Willows Awake. And they're going to be hosting a lot of live theater and wine tasting. It's kind of a new opportunity. Um, and we're right now exploring how can we bring this gorgeous Shakespearean theater experience outside for all of our ticket holders. So I'm hoping everyone will kind of keep an eye out on that. Um, and right now I'm working on a, an education series uh, with Sparkle Burlesque to integrate burlesque and comedy for their group. So that's nice. been really, really challenging and exciting. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about Sparkle, right? And it's spelled S-P-R-Q-L, right? Yes, yes. Thank you so much. It's a really great burlesque troupe. It's body positive. So there's all different shapes and sizes, all different age groups represented. Um, I think their oldest person is in her 50s, mm -hmm. uh, which is really exciting. You don't get mm. to see that very often, a more mature burlesque person. Um they are currently in the Lewiston area, but they perform all over New England. Awesome. And uh, speaking of Lewiston, you're involved with a, uh, an, improv an improv group called Underground Improv, which I love that name. That's great. <laughs> and uh, you guys perform at Craft Brew Underground in uh, downtown Lewiston. We do. That's our kind of our home base, which is where Underground Improv came from. Uh, Mike has been phenomenal about providing free space for stand-up comedy and improv to come and perform and practice and just be together doing any kind of live theater. Um, we're also going to be booking a, or have booked, excuse me, a series with the Somerset Abbey up in Madison, Maine, someplace awesome. I know you guys love well. Yes. So I'm really excited to be going back in this new capacity. Great venue. Yeah, they're, they're so fun. I, I love this space and uh, the owners and the staff. Just a lovely place to be. Uh, well, that's awesome. And you guys have shows as far as back to the Craft Brew Underground. You are yeah. doing improv shows. Is it every other Friday? Every other schedule? Friday. So right. they're performing the 7th and then two Fridays from that. And I could tell you the date if I were better with math. I think that's 21st. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So that's yeah. 20, the 21st of May, right? Correct. So we'll be the 11th and the 25th of June. Nice. 11th and 25th of June. And this is live yeah. in-person improv, which is like, it's amazing that it's like happening, but you it guys are doing really uh, limited numbers indoors. It's it's safe and you're following all the, all the proper stuff um and of Absolutely. course everyone's getting vaccinated and everything but it's so exciting that people are doing live improv again that, that... i know 
It makes me so yeah. happy to hear that, honestly. <laughs> it's been a rough year without improv. And uh, well, doing improv in front of a computer is, is one thing. It's way more fun with the audience. As you but know. to interact with live human beings and, you know, all the heckling. I even miss the heckling. Right. <laughs> right. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> when you miss it, when it's gone, you yeah. miss it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For sure. Well, thank you so much, Amanda. Uh, before we continue on to the games, is there any websites or social media you want to plug uh, either for yourself or um, for Theater at Monmouth or for Sparkle Burlesque or anything like that? Sure. So you can find Sparkle Burlesque, the Theater at Monmouth, all online, Facebook, um, Theater at Monmouth is theateratmonmouth.com. Uh, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Amanda Kinsey. And I'm also available on Facebook by the same name. Links to everything, hyperlinks to everything will be in the description of the podcast. Thank you, Bob. Oh, Bob, that's awesome. Thank you. Perfect. All right. And now let's get to the games. Tonight, our two competitors will face off head to head in three rounds of weird and unusual trivia to see who can correctly answer more questions. Our guest Amanda will also be competing to see if she can land on top of the head-to-head -head guest leaderboard. Bob, who is currently on top of the guest leaderboard? Our guest leaderboard is uh, currently being dominated by Elisa Rosenthal with 13 points, yeah. followed very closely by Jack Malosh with 11. Yeah, Elisa has held her lead for like three straight episodes, I believe or more than that now, whatever it is, it, she's been pretty dominant. Four, uh, according to Alan, just held up four fingers, so I'm assuming you meant four episodes. So we'll see if uh, Amanda can beat that score tonight. That would be amazing. Um, our contestants tonight will also have one lifeline at their disposal. Anytime you get a wrong question, you are able to use the Convince Bob Lifeline. I had to rename it because Randy was oh, late. man. All you need to do is convince Bob why your answer is better or funnier or whatever than the correct answer, and you will be awarded two beautiful tally marks. You can justify your answer however you want. There are also three secret words in play tonight. If you happen to say any of these three random words that Bob and I selected at random before the show, then you will be immediately rewarded three points. First come, first serve, of course. Now, Bob, please tell our listeners what tonight's secret words are. Tonight's secret words are force, patriots, and shark. Randy, Amanda, are you ready to play head-to-head? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I love to hear it. Perfect. Let's give each other a nice virtual high five. I want to see a good, clean fight tonight. Go down. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, wow. well, I love the competitiveness coming out of Amanda. That was good. But I also, that was. I, <laughs> I hope if I scare him enough, he'll forget all the answers and I can just win that way. <laughs> I just to be fair, Randy doesn't know any of these answers, and, I, and I'm I'm putting my money on you, Amanda. <laughs> Poor Randy. <That's> presumptive. <laughs> Anyway, I was going to congratulate you guys on probably the best executed high five we've seen in the history of head to head. It was very well timed. You guys, if you were doing that in real life, you would have made contact. So uh, very good job. Let's get right into it. <laughs> With each other's faces by accident. <laughs> poor Randy. I, <laughs> poor, the look on Randy's face. <laughs> 
All right, here we go. Round one. This is a this or that round. Correct answers are worth one point. In honor of our guest, Amanda, who is an avid beer drinker and brewer when she's not pregnant, of course. <laughs> <laughs> round one will focus on beers with funny and unusual names. Each question includes the name of a real beer from breweries around the world and one that I made up. All you need to do is tell me which one is a real beer. We'll alternate contestants and start with question one for Amanda. Question one. This pale ale from Tower Brewing in California comes from a galaxy far, far away. Is it A, C3P Oats, or B, Rye 2D2? I really hope it's B, Rye 2D2. She's going with B, Rye 2D2, and she is, of course, correct. That's a quick early points for Amanda on the board. Uh, I'm I'm proud of C3P oats, except you. I don't think you'd usually use oats in a pale ale, but I was hoping no. you would. All right, question two for Randy. This Imperial IPA from Ruckus Brewing Company in New York is more than meets the eye. Is it A, Optimus Prime, or B, Bumblebeer? Uh, I, I, I hope that it's Hoptimus Prime. Is that your answer? And that is my answer. Randy's going with a Hoptimus Prime. Randy, I was wrong before the show. You do know some of the answers to some of these questions. You're correct. Yeah, I totally knew that. (laughs) (laughs) It was not a guess at all. Tie game, one, one. Question three, this is for Amanda. This Imperial Stout from Brewdog in Scotland sounds like it was made by a Batman villain? Is it A, tactical nuclear penguin, or B, dancing with the devil in the moonlight? Tactical nuclear penguin. She's going with A, tactical nuclear penguin. Is there any reason why you went with that, Amanda? Because that needs to exist. That animal (laughs) needs to exist. I agree. I want to put a sweater on it and just like cuddle it. I, well, I news, agree. The good news, Amanda, is you can go to Scotland, visit Brewdog, <laughs> and buy yourself a tactical nuclear penguin. You are correct. Yes. See, now wow. I would have said the same thing because the quote actually from the movie would have been dancing with the devil in the pale moonlight. I know that, of course, Randy, because <laughs> I am a big Batman fan, but I didn't want to put the word pale in there because it didn't really fit with Imperial stuff. I That's got reason. that. I cut it out. Nice work. So you do know how my brain works, Randy. So you're going to do well tonight. <laughs> Okay, question four. This one's for Randy. This American Porter from Thirsty Dog Brewing Company in Ohio will make you a good boy. Is it A, sit, drink, roll over, or B, old leg humper? (laughs) Uh, Just because it makes me laugh, I'm going to go with B. Randy's going with B, old leg humper, and you are right, Randy. Yes. <laughs> that is God bless that brewery. I, I hope they still brew that. I hope all of these are still brewed because I need one of each of these. This sound amazing. So, Bob, after round one, what is the score? The score after round one is two, two, two. Excellent. Thank you, Bob. And now we're going to take a quick break. 
and we'll be right back with more head to head. Hey, this is Bob. When I'm not being the headmaster at Balderdash Academy, I run Sleuth's Mystery Entertainment. At Sleuth's Mystery, we offer something different from your typical mystery experience. Our mysteries are crafted around the game and the experience as a whole. We blend characters, comedy, atmosphere, and a puzzle of a mystery for you to solve. Every show is unique, and every ending is different. At Sleuth's Mystery Entertainment, you can see the show, play the game, and solve the mystery. If you're in New England, contact us at sleuthsmystery.com for a killer time. Do you like 80s television? Of course you do. Do you like helicopters? Of course you do. Do you like men serenading eagles by the waterfront while playing cello? Yes. Yes, you do. If you'd like to hear more about helicopters and cellos, please be sure and tune in to Champa and Klein the Airwolf Years every week on your favorite podcast service. Join hosts Greg and Dave as they discuss every single episode of the classic 1980s television series Airwolf. Be sure and subscribe today. Welcome back to Head to Head Competitive Trivia. And uh, Bob, what's the current score? The current score is two to two. Very nice. We, I think that was the first time there's ever been a clean sweep in round one. That was it, amazing. Very well done. Well, it was beer. Well it had to be good. <laughs> I guess the thing we learned is that I probably shouldn't be in charge of naming beers because uh, they guessed all the, all the correct beers. I so. disagree. I think that should be your full-time job. <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> Let me just say, if that opportunity did come up, I would not pass it up, because that would be a really fun job. All right, well, let's move right on to round two. This is, of course, Trivial Commute. Correct answers are worth two points. This round is a journey through four categories of multiple choice trivia. Each correct answer, of course, worth two points. The first person to buzz in will have a chance to answer, but if they are incorrect, the second player will have a chance to steal. Question one, fingers on buzzers. This is unusual historical facts. In 1836, a large fire destroyed the U.S. Patent Office in Washington, D.C., ironically taking with it the patent for this notable device. Was it A, the spark wheel lighter, B, the electric fire alarm, C, the gas stove, or D, the fire hydrant. Randy. I'm going to go with the fire hydrant. D. Randy's, Randy's going with D. Is there a reason you went with D, Randy? I'm just curious. It just it just feels right. Well, Randy <laughs> went with D just because it felt right. Randy, you should go with your gut more often because that is exactly right. Yes. The fire hey. burned down the patent for the fire hydrant, which is pretty ironic and pretty funny. Um, and I'm not even in my research. One article I read said that they don't even know the the inventor anymore because the patent was lost. Um, it was so Harry Dognut. <laughs> that is Thank more you, ironic than anything in that Alanis Morissette song. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
<laughs> that should have been in there. It's like when the fire burns down a U.S. patent office. Isn't it coincidental? <laughs> that would have been much better. Very good job, Randy. Uh, question two. The category is bizarre laws. In the state of Maine, it is against the law to place advertisements on these. Is it A, lobsters, B, tombstones, C, pine trees, or D, horses? Amanda. Please, please, please be lobsters. Amanda's going with A, lobsters. <laughs> Amanda, I wish that were the answer because that would be a hilariously specific rule. Yeah. I I didn't figure it would be. I had no idea, but I just I need a world with lobster ads. I agree. That would be really funny. I bet somebody would have something to say about that if yeah. somebody tried it. I, yeah. <laughs> I just I have a premonition about advertising laws and lobsters, and then we're just bringing that to fruition. Okay, well, maybe in the future we could sign that into law. I don't see why not. Uh, Amanda was incorrect. Randy, do you want to try and steal? I do. Uh, I really, I really want it to be horses, but I'm gonna go again with my gut and say tombstones because it's just such a bizarre answer. Randy is going with B, which is B. his gut. He's going with tombstones. Randy, you are correct. Yay. Randy's gotten every question he's answered Horses correct. would be brilliant, though. I, I would like to bring up the fact that before the show, Randy looked at the lowest scoring person on the staff leaderboard, <laughs> which was a tie between Molly McGill and Carla Rose uh -huh. with five points. And I'd like to remind Randy that he is now one point more than yeah. the two lowest on the leaderboard. Hey, and he hey. doubted himself. He said, I'm not even going to beat five. That's what it is. So, <laughs> so good. I have self-esteem issues, okay? <laughs> well, you won't need more after this game. Come on. This is amazing. Uh, you are correct, of course. It is tombstones. And in fact, I believe you can't have advertisements anywhere in a graveyard in Maine. So that's nice. All right. Question three. The category is sporting chance. Most NFL teams proudly display their logo on both sides of a player's helmet. However, this one team has a long-lasting tradition of placing the logo on the right side only. Which team is it? Is it A, the Green Bay Packers, B, the Seattle Seahawks, C, the Pittsburgh Steelers, or D, Philadelphia Eagles? Amanda. I I'm gonna have to make a guess and mm. say the Pittsburgh Steelers. Amanda's going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Amanda, was that your gut instinct? Uh, it was both of my guts. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have two like a cow right now. <laughs> well, Amanda, you should follow your guts more often because that was, of course, the correct answer. Pittsburgh Steelers, they rock their logo on just one side of their helmet, which I did not know until I researched this question. Very cool. That, that was my Go gut answer, it. too. So. I should have buzzed in. You should have buzzed in, Randy. That's the moral <laughs> of the story. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to buzz in and get it wrong. And I'd be like, okay, narrow it down. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a little bit of strategy there. But uh, I'm glad you buzzed in first, Amanda, because you get those points. Yay. Question four, the final question of round two. The category is extremely specific movie trivia. Before Michael Keaton won the coveted role of the Caped Crusader in Tim Burton's Batman, many other A-list actors were considered for the role. Which of these celebs 
was not considered for the titular role of the 1989 film? Was it A, John Travolta, B, Bill Murray, C, Mel Gibson, or D, Alec Baldwin? Randy. Oh, please let it be Bill Murray, B. (laughs) Randy's going with the Bill Murray, B. Randy, according to several reports, he was actually considered for the role. man. man. Isn't that wild to think about? That is pretty crazy. I mean, (laughs) you got to think like Michael Keaton was a was a weird choice in the late 80s. But Bill Murray would have been something else. All I'm thinking of is Cinderella Bat about to become the Gotham champion. (laughs) (laughs) So I got that going for me. All right, Amanda, your turn to steal. Uh, I spoiler. It's not Bill Murray. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I was gonna guess that. Um, oh, that that's really tough. I I feel like I'm gonna go with John Travolta. Amanda's going with a John Travolta. Yeah, you are correct, Amanda. You are correct. Yes, not enough finger guns. You're exactly right. (laughs) Could you imagine if it was John Travolta though? Like if he actually was Batman? (laughs) I'm not here. (laughs) <laughs> i'd like to use my convince bob convince me oh, oh, oh. convince me oh. and, and this is gonna be a pretty simple uh, uh explanation okay so of these four characters three of them can pull off a serious role very well bill murray is not one of them when have you ever seen bill murray in a serious role never have you ever seen him in a superhero role never that's my that's that's the case I plead. So he has been brilliant in a couple of very dramatic roles. St. Vincent being one of them. Um, oh, but who's seen that? Lost in Translation, translation being another yeah. two the name of the next game. brilliant <laughs> films. Um however, he hasn't been at least to my knowledge, in a mainstream superhero movie. And I think that's not only a shame, but I want to thank you for bringing that to my attention. I'm going to give you the two points. Ooh. Oh, thanks, Bob. Oh, come on. I had to work for that. <laughs> <laughs> now, Randy, the real question is when Bob was the, uh, the visiting, prof- oh, sorry, the, uh, the faculty on the show, did you award him his convinced Randy points? Because that's what I was really wondering. Is, if so the answer be- is yeah. yes. But the other answer is, I'm also really good at justification. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is like basically how you make your living. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Very good job. So, uh, Bob, at the end of round two, what is the score? At the end of round two, uh, we have Randy with eight points and Amanda one question behind at six. But I want to remind Ah. both of them that at three points a question... You are neck and neck. That's right. Yep. And that's a good point, Bob, because all questions around three are worth three points. But I will say this is probably the most difficult round. This is the one people struggle with the most. This is, of course, Lost in Translations. In our third and final round, I will give our contestants the real title of a popular movie as it appeared in a foreign country, translated literally back into English. All I need you to do is tell me the original title of the film, 
as it appeared in the United States. For instance, if I say action skyscraper from Norway, the correct answer would be die hard. The first oh, person that one. buzz in, you did know that one, gets their first shot at three points. <laughs> they, if they're incorrect, the second player gets a chance to steal. Question one, fingers on buzzers. The title from Thailand is Odd Couple, Wacky Trip, Go Together in Time for Birth. There's a lot to digest there. Amanda. Uh, was it knocked up? Ooh, good. Huh? Odd good idea. Good idea. Pretty lady, ugly guy. Mm-hmm. In time for birth, because she is pregnant. Did they go on a wacky trip though? I don't know. Ooh, yeah. Unfortunately, I think Amanda. any trip might have been wacky. <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately, you are incorrect. Although that that was a good suggestion for for well, a name of knocked up. Maybe um, let's shave it. Uh, okay. Randy, you have a great chance to steal unless Amanda wants to use her convince Bob. Which I mean, she I cut- will. Oh, you will. will. Great. All right. We'll we do Bob. both. I think I think I had a pretty solid justification to the justification master. I uh, I uh, heard your justification, and I am glad that you decided to justify it because odd couple wacky trip go together in time for birth does describe knocked up. I'm giving uh-huh. you two points. Yes, thank you. <laughs> okay, Randy, you can have your turn, I guess. I'm guessing there was probably a wacky trip in that movie. I haven't seen it in a while, so. I, I think wasn't one of the guys like he's a wicked stoner, so he's always on a wacky trip. Right? That's, oh, that's, yeah. There you go, Amanda. If I could award bonus points, I would, because that was a perfect justification. Yeah, I just I'll get all those little variables. All right, so put another two, well, not another two, but put two on the board for Amanda there for getting Bob's uh, con- convince Bob there. All right, Randy, do you want to steal? I, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna. I'm gonna name a movie that I've never seen, uh, mm-hmm. nor do I really know what it's about. Okay. Other than a very basic idea. Okay. And this is probably very wrong, but I'm gonna say Thelma and Louise. Randy's going with Thelma and Louise, a, a film that I have not seen nor know very much about. And I can. But I believe there's a wacky trip involved. There probably is. Is is there a birth? <laughs> I have no idea. But there Apparently is an odd not couple. because you're questioning it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen the film. Bob, is there a birth in Thelma Louise? The closest you come for a, to a birth is seeing a very young Brad Pitt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the same thing. So uh, is this just an experience for some people? I'm sorry, Randy. You are, of course, incorrect. <sighs> uh, the correct answer was due date. Never heard of it. A uh, little film with Robert Downey Jr. and Zach Galifianakis. Never heard of him. <laughs> yeah, I don't watch indie films. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question two. This one's from China. The title is Run! Run! Cloudzilla! <laughs> Run Cloudzilla. Run, run Cloudzilla. (laughs) And for the listening audience, that is like Godzilla, but with God replaced with Cloud. Amanda. (laughs) Is it Twister? Amanda's going with Twister. 
Amanda, you are 100% correct. Excellent. <laughs> Isn't that a, a brilliant name? It is. Twister? I have a position that we change it to that everywhere. <laughs> run, run, Cloudzilla. <laughs> run, run, Cloudzilla. Oh, that'd be a great, speaking of indie movies, that'd be a good indie band. Would, yeah. Uh, that run, would run, be. Cloudzilla. Yeah. I'm sure there's someone in a garage right now. Yeah. Going, yep. <laughs> See, I, I forgot Twister. I was thinking Sharknado. Ooh. Ooh, Bob, did you just hear what I heard? Yes, I did. That is our <gasps> secret word. He got one, he got one baby. <laughs> Randy, you, of course, said the word shark, which was one of tonight's secret words. Nice job. Wow. That's three points for Randy, just like that. All right, which ties up the game at oh, 11 really? to 11 <laughs> you couldn't script a better game than this this is amazing guys. This is really good. i think randy and i are just gonna hold pinkies and skip across the finish line <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. all right question three this one is from france the title is the teeth from the sea Randy. I'm going to go with Jaws. Randy's going with Jaws. You are correct, Randy. Nice. Nice job. That's, of course, Jaws. Teeth from the sea. (laughs) Going to need a bigger boat. I was too busy laughing at it. I couldn't even think about what the answer would be. (laughs) (laughs) It's a worst porn title ever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's rough. All right, let's get right to question four. Before we do that... Bob, what is the score leading into the final the question of the game? Scores right now is Randy at 14, Amanda at 11. Ooh. Hi. All right. Question four of the final round. This is from China. The title is He's a Ghost. Amanda. Casper. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's incorrect, but I would love that to be the title. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it makes oh, perfect be, sense. That would be Dead Boy Ghost. Dead Boy Ghost, yeah. <laughs> now that's the worst porn name ever. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. I'm glad you did. I'll All buy right. porn. All right. Uh, Randy has had plenty of time to think over there, and he is <laughs> racking his brain visually. I can I see am, every gear moving. I am. <laughs> He's a I want to say, like, the most obvious answer, but it can't be that. So I'm going to go with Christmas Carol. Interesting choice, Randy. He's going like with Christmas Carol. Oh, I know what it is. Oh, <laughs> wait, can I change my answer? What do you think, Bob? Because... It- it's your game. I'm just the oh, random co-host. I, <laughs> it's I not even know. my job. I don't, think, I don't think he can change his answer. <laughs> he doesn't even that bad. Okay, Amanda, this is the only fair way to do it. Amanda, do you think his answer was locked in? It seemed pretty locked in, but... Oh, don't put this on me. I'm the new one. I, I, for the sake of competitiveness, do you Brandon's want him to... Like, F that lady. I don't, I don't think it's he's fair. He's coming back. Then he's, he's really I guessing I two I was, different movies. I was thinking about... Uh, <laughs> this is, you put me in a difficult spot, Randy. Uh, uh, see, I don't want to anger Randy either because he's my co-host. I, I think 
you guys okay. should rock, paper, scissors. Okay. And if yep. Steve wins, yep. it's locked in. If that's, Randy wins, yeah, the only, he gets to change his I answer. Like it. That's the I only like fair it. way, Amanda. Okay. But in order to do this, uh, Amanda, you have to narrate what's going on. Okay. Here we go. Rock, rock. paper, scissors, <laughs> shoot. Scissors, both of you. Two scissors. Again. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, oh that is the final score. All right. Steve wins with the scissors, <sighs> and that means Randy does it's not the get the sixth sense. Randy, you're right. It is the sixth sense. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get any points. Shoot. <laughs> the correct answer, huge spoiler, it is the sixth sense. Well, Bob, at the end of our game, what is the final score? At the end of our game, we have Randy Hunt at 14. Wow. He would have nice. had 17 and would have taken the faculty leaderboard. But I'm an idiot. Or, and we have Amanda Kinsey with 11. Oh, that's, that's amazing. a great score. Now, Bob, just, how does that compare to our other past guests? So... Our other past guests, that makes Amanda tied for second with Jack Malosh. Wow. I always like that guy. Yeah. (laughs) Huge fan of Jack (laughs) Malosh. As everyone on the show is. So that means you are tied for second place, Amanda. So that's amazing. I'm I'm sorry to tell you, but you are not more intelligent than a than a fake professor. But at least you are the second well, tied for second best guest we've had on the show. Uh, you did an amazing job. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, before we wrap up, Bob, is there anything you want to say on your way out? Yes. Uh, this Saturday, May 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern and May 23rd at 4 p.m. Eastern, you can see our very own co-host, Randy Hunt, in the Everlasting Chocolate Therapy. It is an online show completely free, produced by Theater Unmasked. And uh, it is a story 15 years after touring the famous Chocolate Factory. We have uh, our very own Randy Hunt playing Chuck Bucket. Links are in the description. Also, Randy has an amazingly difficult job during this show. I appreciate (laughs) everything that he does, right? (laughs) It's not as easy as it looks. (laughs) Well, thank you, Bob, for stepping in tonight. That way Randy could compete. That was a lot of fun. You did great. I feel much better knowing that if I'm sick for an episode, that uh, it could be done without me. Good to know. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> With some difficulty. Yeah. And can I just say, he's a ghost would be a complete, it is a complete spoiler of it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Total. What a terrible title. I don't mean to jump back to that. Like, yeah. like come on. No, it's a bad name. Yeah. That's why it's well, ridiculous. I love you got there because all I had was a like, Goosebuster. Casper <laughs> was, was the best answer. <laughs> I, I love just, that. He's a ghost. <laughs> Hello. It's like the Singular most obvious ghost. statement. Well, the other one I was going to say was ghost. Oh. Oh, well, yeah. That would have been good, too. Yeah. Uh, so, Randy, on your way out of here, is there anything you want to plug or say as the visiting faculty today? Uh, this was a lot of fun. Uh, it was nice to be on this side of things, and uh, I had a great time. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. And uh, I believe you're tied. You're not tied. You are in second place as far as the faculty leaderboard goes. And congrats, my friend. Uh, very good job. Yeah, very good and show. last week it, it was the, the guest was in third place and the professor was in third place. And this week it's second and second. So. Whoa, okay. So maybe next 
episode we'll get new first place people <laughs> we'll find out <laughs> that was i never i didn't think anybody to be honest was going to come close to bob's score so i'm very impressed randy <laughs> you did it you almost did it and amanda thank you so much for being our special guest here tonight it was great to see you great to hear your voice uh it's been thank way too long since we've seen each other on your way out of here is there anything you want to plug one more time uh where people can find out more about upcoming shows or anything like that Sure, yes. Don't forget to check us out, Underground Improv. We're on Facebook under that title. We post all of our shows, tickets. If you are interested in coming to see us, buy your tickets quickly. They sell up almost immediately, except for that one time, which sucked. (laughs) (laughs) The the one time I tried to come to a show. The one time. (laughs) So it's my Um, fault, I think. Well, you know. (laughs) <laughs> you just know but this was a lot of fun thank you so much guys for having me on i really appreciate it and yes, i love you, meeting Amanda. randy even though it you was kicked great my to meet butt you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can do some improv together at some point in real life i will be showing up as a ghost yeah. <laughs> so there we go perfect well thank you again to amanda and randy for joining us here tonight and uh, as i always say run run cloudzilla <laughs> <laughs> All right, stay safe. We'll see you all again next time on Head to Head. Have a great night, everyone. This is Bob LeBlanc, headmaster of Balderdash Academy. If you like competitive comedy and funny people, check out the Balderdash Academy podcast. Or you can meet the characters of Balderdash County in Balderdash Academy's Teacher's Lounge, our improvised sketch comedy show. Balderdash Academy and Balderdash Academy Teachers Lounge can be found on your favorite podcast networks. We All Have a Story is a podcast dedicated to learning more about the folks around us, one person at a time. We'll chat with accountants, bus drivers, entertainers, novelists, beekeepers, piano tuners, booksellers, artists, and more. Check out We All Have a Story using your favorite podcast app or service. Balderdash Academy's Head to Head with Coach Steve features Steve Corning and Randy Hunt. Music by Thinkfish Tank, produced by Steve Corning and Bob LeBlanc. Mixing and editing by Bob LeBlanc. Copyright 2021, Steve Corning and Robert J. LeBlanc, all rights reserved. Go Dashers!